Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com and SelfishGiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. On the line with me right now is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, Joe. How are you? You're back from sunny Florida this I week. I am. I am. But you know what? It's sunny Portland, too, so it's all good. Oh, good for you. As the snow continues to stream down. I know. I'm sorry. Boston, so. Well, we don't have someone that's too far from Boston on the line today, and I am really excited about this guest because he has done an incredible thing with his business in Philadelphia. On the line with us right now is Mason Wartman, and he is founder of Rose's Fresh Pizza in Philadelphia. Hey, Mason, how's it going? Hey, pretty good. How are you? Good. You know, I have seen you everywhere. When you bring up Mason Wartman's name on Google, there is just a stream of all the different media outlets that are talking about you and what your restaurant is doing uh, to help the hungry. Could you tell us a little bit about your background and what you did to become such a sensation? (laughs) (laughs) How's that? (laughs) (laughs) I sound very important, very impressive. (laughs) Um, But uh, no, so, yeah, so so I was... uh, working on Wall Street and uh, got kind of bored. I always wanted to start my own business and uh, the business that I ended up starting and that has gone a little bit viral and has really just blown up these past two months is uh, Rose's Fresh Pizza. We started uh, initially to sell pizza by the slice for a dollar, but uh, we found ourselves serving a lot of homeless people. So we instituted a pay it forward program. One one day a customer came in and asked to buy a slice, pre-purchase a slice for the next homeless person to come in short. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I took his dollar, ran out, put a post-it note up to mostly remind myself, uh, you know, so I wouldn't forget that there was something outstanding. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I told more customers later that day, they liked the idea, bought more slices, um, Inevitably, a couple of days later, a homeless person came in and, you know, out of his cup only had, you know, 65 cents. We told him, keep the change. It was already paid for. And now, 11 months later, I find myself, you know, in the great privilege of, with the great privilege of speaking with you mm-hmm. and being interviewed and a lot of people know about us and it's it's gone it's gotten very it's gotten a lot of attention recently wow so this is all just a a short period of time it sounds like like when was when was the first post-it note put on the wall uh march 31st of last year okay so it's been a good year yeah but it's it like the media onslaught has started like just two months ago when did you you so was it two months ago or sooner that you kind of knew that you had something on your hands that you were like wow this is when did you feel like the program itself was taking off at your restaurant and then you know obviously it was two months ago that the media really kicked in on it yeah exactly so i would say after a month or two of Mm -hmm. I realized just how powerful the program could be, right? So I saw all these, um, you know, I I saw us feeding a lot of homeless people very efficiently, basically. Mm -hmm. And I realized that, you know, 
wow, this could help a lot of people. So far, you know, over the last uh, uh, 11 months, you know, it, it's still just been uh, roses, just this one location that I, I have and manage and own. Um, but, you know, I'm looking to expand and to implement this program there also. But it took me about a month to realize that we have no additional expenses and we feed most of the homeless people in the immediate area, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and through talking with more homeless people and being involved more in the area, um, I realized just kind of how inefficient some of this can be. So, mm-hmm. you know, many feeding programs are only open a couple hours for a couple days. <clears throat> they have limits on how many homeless people can come in or what they serve. It's not the greatest quality of food sometimes. Um, you know, it's, it's inconsistent and irregular. And I didn't realize just how powerful a consistent, scalable, uh, you know, model like this was. How, mm-hmm. how many slices of pizza have you served to date? To, to homeless? Uh, over 11,000, I think. Wow. wow. That's amazing. <laughs> at least 11,000 by now. I, I have the exact number in a, in a spreadsheet. Um, but yeah, at least 11,000. We, we do about 1,000 a month now. And uh, do you have people that come in every day that are homeless? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they get hungry every day. So yeah, they, yeah, I don't know. That, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, we... we um, you know, a couple times a week, sometimes only a couple times a month, you know, they're passing through, they're on this, in this part of town, but we definitely get like regulars for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious. So you, so you started this with a post-it note and then you told a couple of other customers and you gave them post-it notes and they're basically like writing their own little messages and putting it on your wall. Right. Right. Yep. So, I mean, from there, did you just keep talking it up? I, I'm just, I'm so interested well, to so, hear kind so of how it grew. I, yeah, so I originally kept, I originally used the post-it notes as a method of accounting for the right, program. I right. kept it behind the register, oh. out of reach of customers. It couldn't be tampered with, and we would move the post-its from one wall to another so that everyone, it would be a transparent program. Everyone could see the status of it, it, how many were outstanding, how many were had been eaten, so they could see that, oh, it was helping people, and the homeless could see how many were left, and would hopefully be like, oh, I only need one today, or only need two, or whatever. But we, uh, our walls became filled with post-it notes, and we have to clean our <laughs> walls, and, you know, we, um, keep a clean restaurant, and, you know, some would fall down. So <clears throat> I just moved all the post-it notes um, out into the eating area. Um, and we keep track in the register. We hit one button for each slice that gets pre-purchased and a separate button for each slice that we give away. And I add up the number of times each button was hit and I can track the program daily with that. Uh, you know, it's, it's easy. It's simple. Um, mm. so moving the po- it, that accomplished kind of two things. Um, one is it's obviously a very, the most important is that it's a very <clears throat> reliable, uh, system right you know it's you know i i track sales with this machine it's on point every day you know mm-hmm. it, it's a focus and i teach the cashier like the you know it's it's very uh reliable it's a very reliable system now mm-hmm. and the second thing this accomplishes is that having the post-its out on the wall raises awareness for the program yeah. right so people walk in all of a sudden you know they see this giant colorful collage and they ask 
what are all these post-its doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to explain it. Uh, and they go, oh, you know, that's a cool program. And it, it, <clears throat> it sure, here's a dollar. Boom. Mm-hmm. I just sold a slice for a homeless person. Um, Does, do most customers do this? Like when they come in to uh, buy a slice, do most customers then say, oh, and by the way, here's another, here's another dollar. Yeah, mo- uh, definitely most first-time customers. Sure. Like, because they hear about it, they're like, oh, you know, I've I been meaning to get here. I want to try the pizza and, you know, I want to uh, buy some slices for other people. Right. Um, uh, a lot of our regular customers buy, buy them as well. Some of them don't because <clears throat> while they might not be homeless, <clears throat> they're struggling, you know, and they depend on cheap, affordable food, right? So sure. um, they, you know, just buy slices for themselves. This kind of gets into the other thing. Like, I didn't want, like, to raise awareness for the program. Like, nobody's going to, if nobody knows about it, nobody's going to participate in it, right? So um, I wanted to uh, make the program known, but not have it be, like, a high-pressure situation, mm-hmm. you know, like, when you go into Kmart and they're like, oh, do you want to give me another like, <laughs> for this, like Well, you know, like, Mason, no. what I love about your system, though, is on the one hand, you have the accountability in that you have pre-programmed your register so that you can account for all the donations, which is great because then you can keep track of everything. It's easy for you. It's easy for your team, et cetera. But then you also have this incredible promotion from all those post-it notes on and we'll put a picture in the show notes for this is you got to see this i mean they're everywhere so you can't help but walk into the store and ask what are all these post-it notes here for mm-hmm. and so it's like the best of both worlds yeah and and before i had them all out there <coughs> i again like didn't have a cashier be like oh and can i have some more dollars for homeless people you know a lot of our customers are, are struggling that's why they come to us also. So I just typed up a letter and put it on the counter, on the eating counters and it, you know, explained how the program worked back way back when, when the post-its were out there. I like to have the program, uh, not forced upon, uh, people, you know, um, cause I, I don't want at the end of the day, this is a business and I want my paying customers to be really comfortable. Yeah, you um, want people when they come in, they want to be comfortable. They don't want to feel pressured that they have right. to do something because, you know, then it's kind of like, oh, gee, I only have a dollar on me and I want to go get a slice of pizza, but I can't give to someone else today. So yeah. it sounds like you've set up a good atmosphere. Exactly. Yeah. So it it becomes a very like, you know, I, I want it to be a voluntary kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, charity. Um, and I think that you know i think that we've we've done that um and i noticed too that you've added some signage to the store i noticed at the uh, the top where the menu is is that on the far right hand side it looks like you added something hey you can buy a slice for someone else yeah this prevent you know it's it's much more it's much less uncomfortable when Mm -hmm. someone's just reading it and actively consuming the information rather than having it be forced upon them right so it avoids that uh, um, kind of confrontation, I guess. And, and mm-hmm. this way, I mean, the customer asks, oh, and I heard that you can help the homeless here. Oh, can I buy a slice? How does that work? So they're actively, like, asking for it. Versus and, you pushing it, yeah. Yeah, rather than it being, you know, kind of uncomfortably forced upon them, which uh, is, you know, I, I want. Because, uh, you know, I don't want to alienate or irritate the ones that mm-hmm. don't buy you know, I mean, it's completely up to them, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, yeah, that's a, 
you know, know what some, I wonder too. Give, give money to different charities and stuff, and you right. know, I don't want them to feel like they're you know less than the other guy who bought a slice right before them. You know. Yeah. No, that's good. And you know, it's it's kind of interesting, Mason and Megan. Pizza is kind of like the ideal thing to do this with. And you know, it doesn't surprise me. One of the articles I saw, Mason mentioned uh, the suspended coffee movement in mm-hmm. Italy, and also it took off, I, I think, a little bit in England. And then actually, Starbucks tried to do it here in the United States. Um, you know, where you would like buy a coffee for yourself, and then you could buy something for someone else. So, in a lot of ways, like you know, working with other low cost. Uh, food and beverage items, this is something that could be replicated in a lot of different places. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I ever do a different type of food or, or another restaurant, I would absolutely uh, incorporate this uh, system uh, into it as well. You know, you, you could easily, uh, on the Ellen show, I, I mentioned that, you know, Chipotle could easily have like $2 for rice and beans, mm-hmm. you know, just like mm-hmm. a stripped down, basic, simple uh, meal that people could pre-purchase for for people in me in need um and again you know no additional capital expenditure it's an extra Mm -hmm. button on the register you know and it increases sales well and i would love to talk a little bit about that i'm glad you mentioned that so you're a new business and you started this cool thing this pay it forward thing how much do you think this has impacted your successes of business business this first year for you Oh, yeah. Well, um, so I was on the Ellen show, I guess, technically in our second year of operation. And I mean, we're we're way busier now than uh, Mm -hmm. we were. And that's in spite of a lot of kind of headwinds that we face in the immediate area. Like my block is like completely vacant right now. Like everything it's under uh, like all the landlords have sold their buildings. Not not mine, but all my neighbors are. They're all being gutted a lot of wow. people lost their leases and it's just, it, like the sidewalk on the other side of the street is closed down and i'm a foot traffic driven business it's just been like it's, it's a horrible place to open up especially a foot traffic driven business like dollar pizza but with <laughs> all the exposure because of this program you know firstly we sell pizza like that's by far what we what most of our sales are just having it be purchased and consumed by the first person by the same person. Do you but, think what yeah. you do, Mason, could work for a more upscale uh, pizzeria? And I, I don't mean an upscale pizzeria, but maybe a pizzeria that's in a more upscale area. Or do you think it would kind of pose a problem in that, you know, the, there would maybe be more homeless in the store, you know, people coming in and stuff like that? I mean, have other uh, pizzerias kind of either talked to you and, and kind of expressed that concern? I mean – it could work. It depends on what you mean by upscale, like mm. a sit-down <laughs> dining experience. Like right. nobody's going to buy anything that entails waiter service. And right. to be right. quite honest, like that's that's not an efficient use of charity to like purchase waiter service for a homeless yep. person. Like right. the, you know, they, mm. you know, give them really good, you know, quality food right. at an affordable price. But like you know, these amenities, you know, they they're they have bigger fish to fry to be honest with you so they you know waiter service is not Mm -hmm. those types of restaurants probably doesn't make sense but like a pizza shop you know i mean chipotle is a more uh a high ticket item uh mcdonald's um these types of restaurants five guys i guess burger places i mean they could easily have you know fries for somebody or Mm -hmm. uh a side salad i mean mcdonald's has a dollar menu 
you know? Right, 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 um, right. So yeah. could, and these businesses and, and could also, if, if it wasn't an area in which there was a high population of, of homeless people, they could still get the food to the homeless people, though. I mean, that's that harder, though. I, that, I think that's yeah. harder, though, Joe, don't you think? Mason, what do you oh, well, think? I, I, I feel like think it's harder. I feel but... like the beauty of your model is that you are kind of in and among people that mm. are struggling with homelessness or, you know, don't have a ton of additional cash, but will give when they can. I don't know. I, I just I, what do you think? Mm. I feel like that's the beauty of this whole program. It's like who your customer is and who you are. Yeah, I mean, I, I think um the other thing is that there's no extra distribution costs, right? right? So right. like if you were at a suburban location where there aren't a lot of homeless people on the streets, like you'd have to pay somebody to take it out there, which kind of defeats the purpose of it being just super efficient. Mm. You know what? Eat. You know what's a good example of this, though, is and uh, and I don't know if you're going to say Panera cares. Yes, I was going to mention Panera Cares <laughs> cafes. And I, Mason, I don't know whether or not you have those in Philly and Auto. Whether you have a location, I mean, there are only five or six, I think, across I the country. I don't even think they're going to continue them, though. But well, I wonder that. But you know, the interesting thing about them, I think, from uh, from you know, because you can go into their restaurants and eat and not pay if you can't afford it. And but what they try to do is they try to straddle the line between people that will pay and people that can't pay. I mean, that must be a huge challenge for them. Um, but I wonder whether it's doable. Yeah, well, they also have more. Um, I, I don't know exactly how a Panera Cares works, but it, what, what is it like a, a pay what you yeah. can? Pay what, what you is, can. Yep. Yeah. It, it, it's a pay what you can. And, you know, it's, it's a challenging model, Mason, because, you know, uh, the Panera wants to put these out there, but they have to make a certain amount of money in order to survive. So some people have to pay full price and some people pay even more, more than, than full, full price. price. Yeah, that's yeah. right, because some people are only paying a little or nothing. Uh, so it is a real challenge because, like I said, they have to straddle that area. And even in Boston, where there's a Panera Cares Cafe, it's not in like it's in it's in downtown Boston. I mean, mm, it, there are sense. definitely homeless. Yeah, there are definitely homeless in the area, but it's not in like a challenged neighborhood, uh, you know, or something like that. Because yeah. I think they need that combination of uh, people that will pay and obviously people that can. Yeah, and I think you know I I don't know very much about um, this program at all, but I, I think mm. what our customers really like is the simplicity of this. Like exactly. the Panera Cares yeah. model seems a little bit more complicated. Like, yeah. what are the homeless people exactly yeah. getting? Yeah, right. You know, like, am I paying? For, is it like, super salad? Yeah. 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 Are they getting like, you know, are they getting like crab meat on their salad? Like, do I really yeah. want to pay for that? Like, what? You know, why, why don't I just give them a basic? You know, like. Uh, is that being appreciated by do they really need this kind of like that's such a good point and and panera is is it's certainly more upscale than uh than roses and it it just seems like a a much more complicated model i you know again i have no business telling panera what to do (laughs) but you know if if they just want to do like you know hey buy a loaf of bread for somebody for i don't know bread is cheap as anything right so you could do a dollar for a loaf of bread or whatever i think they they do that and you know uh buy a loaf of bread or buy the i guess protein to put on top or whatever boom it's a wrap you know because as you like right now you were talking about it and we don't really know exactly like oh how does this we don't even know how it works (laughs) and and like that that uh, right you know that that's a tough sell so 
whereas like my program you can explain like two sentences right which is the beauty of it yeah and you know the interesting the interesting piece too that joe and i were talking about earlier mason is that you don't work with a nonprofit. you go direct to the homeless person standing in front of you and i think that's so interesting and it makes that simplicity piece and that authenticity piece you know i mean it's right there you you are standing in your store there's probably a homeless person next to you eating a piece of pizza so it's it's pretty easy to see where it goes and i just sometimes we lose that in these Mm. types of models and campaigns i i don't know i just think it's you you don't even you know for the the way you're describing panera if it panera cares if it works like that like you don't even know who's receiving it you know like oh well i guess if they can afford like two dollars like i I guess they just need a subsidized meal. Then do they really need like anything at all? Why don't they just get, you know, like it's, mm. it's confusing. And I, I think, um, charity just like business should be very streamlined and simple. And, mm-hmm. uh, you, you should know what, what's going on, especially for something as simple as like food. Like I get, you know, but like doctors without borders, like medical mm-hmm. care, like that's very, very complicated. Right. I, I, I don't know how, you would implement a pay it forward program for, for that kind of industry, but for food and for, um, uh, some other like basic services, I think you could, Mm -hmm. you you know, uh, you, you have to keep it simple and and streamlined. You meant, you mentioned wanting to expand. Can you talk a little bit about what your future holds and and what you're, what you're thinking about if you can? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I'd like to, uh, have a couple of these restaurants throughout the city um, you know, affordable food and even more affordable, uh, charity, right? So, um, it would probably be a, you know, probably four to $8 meal ticket for the paying customer and a, uh, one to $2, you know, standardized pay it forward item. Uh, and I would probably want to get into something with protein in it. Um, mm-hmm. just, from the nourishment side, you know, eggs, chicken, I don't know what exactly, um, the, you know, maybe beans. Um, but something that's a little bit, nothing against pizza. I, I eat a lot of pizza. And I'm, I'm <laughs> I bet you do. So, um, but you know, I, I'd like to, um, both from a business perspective, um, sell something that's a little bit more, um, I guess, appealing to everybody because mm-hmm. not not everybody likes pizza as ridiculous as that might sound um <laughs> and uh and uh also get some more like even more nourishing food into uh the the homeless recipient that's so crazy. when you um when you're gonna ha- when you're gonna open a location in boston <laughs> <laughs> i gotta gotta work on it but uh the the boston the boston winter i'm not gonna lie is something that i'm really <laughs> glad i don't have to deal with anyone so oh my goodness. That, but there's a real need know. here there's a real need joe here. is hungry I, joe is very right, hungry yeah. <laughs> i'm sure there is but there's also real need down south and i don't have to buy you know layers so that's right yeah <laughs> i i've been thinking like even even this past winter i'm like wow why do people live up here uh, like, <laughs> ever but here i am living you know in, yeah, in philadelphia right. but i'm like you know in miami it's nice like why why doesn't everybody live in miami but here i am you know contradicting that but anyway that's awesome well mason this has been absolutely fascinating thank you so so much for for joining us if people want to find out more about you and your fabulous charitable pizza how might they do that yeah go to uh rosesfreshpizza.com that's uh you can buy slices for homeless people as well as apparel that works into the forward program the uh we sell t-shirts and half of the t-shirts sales funds post-it notes funds pizza for homeless people um and 
for each sweatshirt we sell, we give away another sweatshirt. Oh, um, awesome. So we're branching into, and what's really cool is on the inside of the sweatshirt is a tag with information for the homeless recipient. So information where they can go for meals and shelter and computer classes, try to get more durable resources uh, into their that's hands. Awesome. That's awesome. That's so like cool. Yeah, that's very so cool. That, Look at you. Another... You're like a homeless advocate. I love it. He's going to be yeah. like a cause mogul. I know. You know what I mean? Like, you know, this guy, just everything, everything he touches turns into good. That's great. I love <laughs> right? it. I, I hope so, you know. Um, yeah. But we, uh, we've, been, we've actually been partnering with like 3M, uh, Coca-Cola. Ellen obviously helped us out. And we, uh, we were able to donate like 200 sweatshirts to uh, this to Project Home. They went out and, and distributed them. And uh, so it, it's becoming a, a powerful force for sure. That's very cool. Um, hey, just as an aside, do you know Mark Horvath? Uh, Invisible People. That Invisible People sounds familiar. We'll have yeah. to we'll have to connect you with Mark. He's amazing, and he's yeah, an amazing, amazing homeless advocate. Yeah. And I know he would love what you're doing. So that's that's yeah. just kind of an aside. So, Joe, where can people find out more about you online if they want to do that? Well, people can find me minute to minute on Twitter at Joe Waters. Of course, you can read me weekly and see, and follow uh, Cost Talk Radio at SelfishGiving.com. And make sure to visit all those pins I have on cause marketing at Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand. And I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF. And you can find Cause Talk Radio on our blog, CauseUpdate.com. And of course, on iTunes, we do recommend you subscribe to the podcast in iTunes so that you do not miss an episode and on behalf of mason and joe and myself we'd like to thank you for joining us today for this episode of cause talk radio and we'll see you next time